Voice of St. Louis original podcast. This is the St. Louis All Local Podcast. Here are today's stories from the KMOX Newsroom. Today is Friday, May 26th. Good morning. I'm Scott Jagel. And I'm Megan Lynch. A St. Charles County man faces a federal charge of selling guns without a license at gun shows in St. Charles. 68-year-old Harry Trueblood could get up to five years in prison if convicted. Assistant U.S. Attorney Jen Shazinski says you can sell guns from your private collection without a license, however. But if you're selling firearms for profit, you do need a license. And one of the reasons that's important is because... If you have a license, you're required to perform background checks on folks to make sure that guns aren't getting into the hands of people that shouldn't have them. Court records link True Blood to 15 guns that were later found by police in criminal investigations. He's accused of selling one gun to an ex-convict working undercover with the ATF, who had told them before the purchase that he spent some time in prison. Illinois is set to be the next state to allow illegal immigrants to get driver's licenses. A bill to let non-citizens have licenses is now on the governor's desk to sign. Senator Rom Villivallum says applicants will need to have insurance and pass a driving test. This legislation is about dignity, respect, and inclusion. The immigrants would not be eligible to get the real ID license. Mayor Jones responds to what she calls hateful persecution from Jefferson City. St. Louis Mayor Tashara Jones issued an executive order Thursday to counter what she calls hateful persecution of vulnerable children from state lawmakers. The order is in support of transgender residents and includes having the city's health department provide information about where transgender medical care is available. Other provisions are to place an all-gender bathroom in every city building and declare city-run sports programs will not ask about gender identity. Sean Michael Lyle, KMOX News. A drama over land and money and power has a happy ending at the Fox Theater. This is Kevin Colleen outside the Fox Theater, where for almost 40 years, this most elegant and plush and celebrated of stages in the St. Louis area has been run and leased by Fox Associates, while another group, Foxland Inc., has owned the land beneath the theater. The legal tug of war was heating up as the lease was set to expire in 2025, but now a deal has been reached. Fox Associates will buy out the remaining interests of Foxland Inc., the, uh, the land people, for an undisclosed amount, and the shows will go on. Now, KMOX Health Editor, Fred Bottomer. China's new COVID wave is set to see 65 million cases a week. How concerned should we be here? Former White House Health Policy Director Dr. Kavita Patel tells CNBC that 65 million cases a week number is projected to be reached in China by the end of June. I think the critical things to look at... One, it would not be shocking to see an uptick in cases globally as well as in the United States. That could trail weeks to months. But the question is, are we seeing more hospitalizations? Are we seeing severe cases? And if we are, what kind of people? Is it older people, people who have never had infections, people who are not vaccinated? And then I think ultimately the reason you're seeing not just Moderna, Pfizer, other stocks trading up is that it's renewing calls for an updated vaccine. Even the vaccine that we have in the United States isn't the most current variant protective vaccine. Dr. Patel says it would be wise for us not to think and act like COVID is over just yet. Fred Bottomer, KMOX News. A new report shows the number of deaths from substance misuse and suicide are on the rise. Brandon Rivas is Senior Government Relations Manager for Trust for America's Health. He says the drug overdose rate is slightly higher than the national rate. 
Uh, but the increase in the overdose rate for 2021 was the same as the increase in the national rate, or 14 percent. Uh, the same is true for alcohol-induced deaths in Missouri and suicide rates in Missouri. Uh, they matched the national increases, which were uh, 10% uh, for alcohol-induced death and roughly 4% for suicide rate. Reva says many Americans are still struggling to find stability following the pandemic. He says his organization is calling for more resources for mental health services, both for youth and adults. From the KMOX Business Desk, a free safety app is available to Missouri public schools. In order to get information shared quicker with the authorities in worst-case scenarios, public schools are urged to get a new app called the Missouri Mobile Panic Alert. Mike O'Connell, Missouri Department of Public Safety. Everybody who's signed up for that, including 911 and law enforcement in the area, are going to get an immediate emergency alert that they can act on. Public schools that want to have the app enacted for the start of the next school year will have to sign up before June 30th. It costs the state a million dollars to run it. Stuart McMillan, KMOX News. Boeing adds on to its St. Louis operation. A new production facility is announced by Boeing for their St. Louis County Phantom Works plant. The aircraft builder is adding a 47,000 square foot coating materials division at the secret Phantom Works facility. That's where Boeing develops the military aircraft of the future. The new Phantom Works shop is set to open in 2025, about the same time that the local F-A-18 Super Hornet jet fighter production is scheduled to end. Sean Michael Lyle, KMOX News. MSD is repeating its pledge it has no intention of importing human waste from outside the region if two new incinerators are built. That has been the concern of County Councilman Ernie Trakas, who tells KMOX he hasn't seen any promise in writing from MSD that it won't start importing more poop from outside the region. A spokesperson for MSD tells us the sewer district is not in the business of making money. It's a not-for-profit and doesn't have any shareholders to please. The final decision on the proposed $900 million project could come as early as June 8th. Kevin Colleen, KMOX News. The U.S. Drought Monitor has several Illinois counties in the abnormally dry category, but state climatologist Trent Ford says it is short of being a drought. Right now, things aren't really all that bad. We've heard about some impacts with soils cracking in some parts of the state and some uh, more sensitive, more drought-sensitive perennials and young trees drooping leaves. But Ford says the forecast is looking dry for the next week or two. Farmers are starting to worry about spring crops drying up. On a boat this holiday weekend, Missouri Conservation Agent Corporal Lexis Wilson says to make sure you have the proper life jackets for everyone on board. You're, you're throwable, that square cushion. Um, you know, make sure you've got a, a fire extinguisher that works. Make sure you've got all of that safe stuff so you can go out and enjoy the weekend safely. On the road this weekend, with more summer traffic, MoDOT says to be aware of the more than 1,000 work zones for road and bridge construction around Missouri. You know, you're going to see everything from the biggest construction projects like 270 in St. Louis and Buck O'Neill in Kansas City and Roachport in the middle of the state to us working on, you know, our low volume roads with um, resurfacing through the governor's uh, $100 million program on low volume roads to our crews doing a lot of preventive maintenance. That's Ed Hassinger, a MoDOT deputy director, who says this will be the busiest summer construction season in the history of the department. KMOX goes in-depth.
In just a year, the rate of death from alcohol, drugs and suicide in America rose 11 percent. Between 2010 and 2021, the youth suicide rate increased by 71 percent. Those are just two of the findings of a new report from Trust for America's Health. To talk more about it, Brandon Rivas with TIFA, the Trust for America's Health, Senior Government Relations Manager on the Quiver River Electric Gas Line. Good morning, Brandon. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Well, sadly, this isn't a blip. It's a trend when it comes to substance misuse and suicide deaths. So let's start with some of the core findings of your report. The report shows that over the last 10 years, American deaths due to alcohol, suicide, and drug overdose more than doubled. And as you mentioned, the rate of death from these causes increased by 11% between 2020 and 2021 alone. Uh, in terms of the youth mental health crisis, we see that over the past decade, the rate of suicide for children ages 10 to 17 increased by more than 70%. Uh, and deaths from all three causes that I mentioned for children also increased more than 65%. Now, within those groups that you mentioned, what seem to be some of the most at-risk groups? In terms of drug overdose rates, we see the highest rates among the black population and American youth. Uh, In terms of alcohol-induced rates, that's particularly a problem among the American Indian and Alaska Native populations, and the same is true for suicide. But in terms of the changing rates, we've seen increases in recent years. That's really hitting American Indian and Alaska Native populations hard, as well as black and Latino communities. Why, when when you look at these numbers, why do you think we're seeing these increases? Part of the reason uh, is relating to the aftermath of the pandemic. Even as we move past the pandemic, there are still so many Americans who are struggling from the stressors of that period, whether it's housing instability, job loss, the loss of a primary caregiver for American children. Uh, They've lost uh, so many caregivers over the past seven years, uh, including uh, more than 300,000 children who've lost a primary caregiver. Uh, We also know that Americans uh, are struggling with uh, issues related to the use of social media for children specifically uh, and the depression and anxiety that comes from that. Go into that a little bit more. How is that contributing? There is research that suggests that the use of social media can increase depression, anxiety, uh, body image issues among American teenagers. We also know that for some groups like LGBTQ youth, uh, the use of social media can help connect them to like-minded individuals with the same lived experiences. So Uh, At this point, we need more research, especially on the federal level, to enable policymakers to balance the harms and benefits of this kind of technology. Let's look at the numbers for Missouri and Illinois. Where do we track compared to the rest of the nation? In terms of Missouri, we see the drug overdose rate being slightly higher than the national rate, uh, but the increase in the overdose rate for 2021 was the same as the increase in the national rate, or 14%. Uh, The same is true for alcohol-induced deaths in Missouri and suicide rates in Missouri. Uh, They match the national increases, which were uh, 10% uh, for alcohol-induced death and roughly 4% for suicide rates. In terms of the rates for Illinois, uh, one notable finding is that the increase in rates for drug overdoses in Illinois is much lower than the increase in the national rate, uh, 3% compared to 14%. And as we break it down by drug, we see that uh, the rate of death from opioid overdose in Illinois specifically was much lower than the national rate, 1% compared to 16%. Uh, and the rate of overdose from synthetic opioids like fentanyl in Illinois was also significantly lower than the increase in the national rate. What do you attribute that to? There could be any number of factors, and it's dangerous to draw conclusions from trends that occur in a single year. But it could be differences in terms of the nature of the drug supply that exists in both states. We've seen fentanyl adulterating so many different drug supplies, and that can cause tremendous differences in overdose rates from community to community. 
might also be a factor of changing and different mental health services available in both states in efforts to uh, track fentanyl through the criminal justice system. So when we look at this as, as a cause of death compared to other categories nationwide for both adults and youth, where does this rank when we look at uh, drug misuse and suicide? In terms of uh, youth suicide, uh, it's notable that suicide is one of the primary drivers of increased youth mortality. Uh, for example, uh, among young people, it is the primary driver for increased mortality. The most age groups, drug overdose or alcohol death, uh, have some increase in death rates, but uh, for youth in particular, suicide deaths are really driving that increase. So after looking at all of these numbers, Brandon, what are some of the recommendations that the trust would have for communities and, and for lawmakers? And they really emphasize the need to uh, invest in programs to prevent and mitigate adverse childhood experiences like parental abuse, which we know from research can have a significant long-term impact on the likelihood of children developing addiction issues and other mental health conditions in adulthood. We also talk about the need to boost federal funding to mental health services in schools to make sure that uh, teachers and other educators can connect students to mental health care outside of classrooms, uh, as well as engage in programs to build resiliency in this. Brandon, thank you so much. That is Brandon Rivas. He is Senior Government Relations Manager for Trust for America's Health, joining us on KMOX. St. Louis All Local is produced by the KMOX News Team. Subscribe to the All Local on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts.